Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And a good morning, Lakeshore. Welcome back to Tax Insight here on the Lakeshore's Good Neighbor, WOMT. We got Jeff joining us once again here from Hawkins Ash. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. Today, we're talking about the IRS warning on the employee retention credit. Right, because, you know, we've talked in the past about the employee retention credit, or, you know, we'll probably call it the ERC. Um, Now, you know, you can't really get away from hearing the ads from, you know, different companies saying employers can get up to $26,000 credit per employee. And these ads are generally coming from these ERC mills, some of which are taking improper positions related to the credit. And so that's kind of got the the eye of the IRS. Right. So as a refresher, let's go back and talk about what the employee retention credit actually is. Good idea, because the ERC was started back in March of 2020 as a way of for businesses that were affected by the pandemic to get a tax credit to keep people on the payroll. Now, the maximum credit for 2020 was $5,000 per employee for that year, but the credit was increased for 2021. The credit in that year was $7,000 per employee for each quarter. So if the business qualified in 2020 and for all three quarters of 2021, that maximum credit could be as much as $26,000 per employee. So, I mean, it is a good deal, which is you know also why you can tell that these companies are out there trying to make, a, trying to make money on it. So how does a company actually qualify then? Yeah, there's two ways to qualify. The first way is pretty straightforward because it's based off of gross receipts. What the company does is it compares their quarterly gross receipts in 2020 or 2021 to that same quarter of 2019. And if the gross receipts went down, the company would qualify for that quarter. Now, in 2020, the gross receipts had to be reduced by more than 50% compared to that same quarter in 19. So it was a pretty big decrease that they had to uh, overcome. But in 2021, that increase was reduced and it only had to be a 20% reduction over that same quarter of 2019. So many companies um, found it easier to qualify for 2021. So then what was the second way to qualify? Yeah, that second way is... You know, if the companies didn't have a large enough uh, decrease in their revenue, then the company could qualify if they were what the IRS call or what the the rules said were affected by the pandemic. Now, these parts of the rules were not very well defined. And this is where the majority of the improper positions are being taken. Some companies are taking the position that, you know, maybe supply chain, government orders, or even recommendations from healthcare officials were enough to justify the credit because they were, you know, affected by the pandemic. But the IRS has now come back and said, a lot of these positions, they're just not proper. So what did the IRS say then? So the IRS actually put out a news release last month to be wary of these third-party vendors who are taking improper positions and maybe taking credits when the company doesn't actually qualify for them. The IRS basically said that to be eligible for the credit, they must have sustained a full or partial suspension of operations due to an order from an appropriate government authority. So that would be like if the government shuts you down or your local um, authorities say that you can't open your restaurant or, or do something that you normally would do. The second way is if you experience that decline in gross receipts that we just talked about, 
And the third thing is if you were a, a business that just started up within the last two years or so, they could also qualify. So the IRS really tried to narrow who was eligible for that credit. So have you noticed the IRS actually looking closer at this credit? Yeah. So, you know, they put out that news release and what we've been seeing is that, you know, smaller credits are being processed. Now it's still not very fast. They're being processed within five to eight months, but any larger credits, I think probably anything over a hundred thousand or more are really being heavily scrutinized. And those could take more than a year to process. And in certain cases, the IRS is even requesting additional information to make sure that that credit's legitimate. This is why, you know, it's really important to talk to the accountant who knows your business and who's been working with you all these years and not one that's only coming in to calculate this one-time credit and then moving on to the next business. Right, and that's why people need to connect with the team over at Hawkins Ash. Jeff, great information each and every week here in Tax Insight. How do listeners connect with you guys over at Hawkins Ash? I would do it a number of different ways. Go to our website, hawkinsash.cpa. Follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. And we'll talk to you next week here on Tax Insight on WOMT. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.